News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Ashley was a vibrant, intelligent, and highly motivated young woman who embodied so many great traits and qualities of the Irish people and its communities. Her life had a huge impact on so many of those around her, and she was the epitome of a perfect role model for every little girl to look up to and strive to be. Yeah, well said, uh, Ryan. I think the whole nation has mourned the loss of this uh, beautiful, vibrant, uh, intelligent, just gorgeous uh, young woman. Uh, she represented, um, she seemed to represent, just hearing about her, the best of, of us. Her love of music, her love of sport, her love of teaching, her love of life. And uh, I, I absolutely understand this verdict is hugely important for every woman in Ireland, Um I'm a man. I don't need to worry about looking over my shoulder uh, walking down the, the, the street at night. I know that is a huge issue for women. We are going to be talking about that uh, in a little bit as well. But of course, yesterday was ultimately about Ashling's family. Uh, and uh, I, I just think there's a photograph on the front page of the Irish Times of her parents, uh, Kathleen and Raymond, and her sister, Amy. And uh, it captures their pain because their loss is obviously incalculable. Uh, their lives will never be the same. They've lost their, their gorgeous uh, daughter, their gorgeous sister. Um, and they've lost her in the most horrendous, horrendous way. Uh, and you can see that etched in their faces in that photograph in the Irish Times today. Uh, so our thoughts uh, this morning are, are with her family. Um, perhaps this verdict can allow them to begin the long process uh, of grieving, but there are there are no words of consolation uh, uh, this morning. Um, okay, let's uh, let's uh, bring in uh, Anne Clark, CEO of Offaly Domestic Violence Support uh, Services. Um, Anne, I imagine something like this, something so awful as this happening uh, in in your area, it leaves it leaves scars. Good morning. Yeah, and I just want to reiterate our own thoughts are with Ashley's parents, brother and sister, and boyfriend, and and uh, extended friends as well. Yeah, it absolutely does. I know when the verdict came out yesterday at lunchtime, our own staff were, you know, emotional. Uh, there was a lot of tears, a lot of relief that justice had prevailed. And, um, you know, Ashling's murder shocked us all. Um, the community has remained very much in sadness over the last couple of years. And, you know, I know Ashling's death was definitely a catalyst for uh, a more broader conversation about prevention uh, of violence against women. And, yeah, it definitely does resonate throughout the whole community. Is there still fear in the community? I, I, I think there is. I think that there's a more heightened sense of awareness with women, particularly. Um, you know, we were, we, we were talking about that yesterday ourselves, that even going for a walk ourselves and, or, you know, that we're more alert. We're trying to make sure that you go with somebody for a walk or a jog or a run um, and that uh, you're going very much in well lit up areas and that it certainly did have a, a wider effect on how women felt safe in the community. Um, I, I hesitate to ask this question because I, I know I'm going to phrase it in a clumsy way because there is nothing good that, that can come out of such an, an, an awful thing, um, uh, this horrendous event. But can it help bring about some change? Is there, is there, is there, is it possible that, that there can be some positives out of this awful, awful event? 
Yeah, I know there is no, you know, it is a, a difficult thing to to phrase. But the guilty verdict yesterday was a significant moment. I think that uh, it really resonated in how we have to address violence against women in Ireland. I mean, we were talking into the abyss about uh, addressing violence against women uh, within our legal system. Uh, I know a lot has been done by Minister Helen McAtee. Um, You know, we've seen last week uh, strengthening um, convictions and and jail time has risen from five years to ten years. You know, there's new laws around stalking now. There's new laws around non fatal strangulation. Um, we've seen tougher sentencing for coercive control. So I think Ashling's death really propelled that um, response by government and, you know, that they had to start sitting up and listening um, to the, you know, violence that is continuing to happen on a daily basis. It's not just violence on the street. I mean, there was a report done by Offaly County Council on how we identify safer communities and almost two thirds of the women interviewed said that they were experienced violence by an ex-partner or violence in the home. Yeah. So, you know, we do, we do need to continue that conversation and to continue making the priority and safety of women a priority within our, our communities. And thank you for talking to San Clark, their CEO of Awfully Domestic Violence Support Services. Uh, let's bring in Ronan Berry now. Uh, Ronan, you were involved in the vigil in Tullamore after Asling's murder. I, I suppose that the process of grieving can now properly begin. Yeah, I think that's fair to say, Shane, um, and mention it there. I think there was definitely a sense of relief to begin with around Tullamore yesterday. Relief that this phase had been brought to a close, that justice had been delivered. And I think, yeah, I think most people probably would think that the family can now get a chance to grieve properly. But I would certainly agree with Anne as well. There was a lot of emotion around the town. I think the real sense of loss is, is beginning to prevail now too. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, you're a member of Tullamore uh, Rotary Club. Um, I, I, I'm very interested. You, you compiled a report on, on domestic uh, gender-based violence. Tell us about that. Yeah, I suppose in, in the wake of Ashling's murder, um, it had emerged that actually there was a kind of a public submission was open on the post-national strategy on sexual, domestic and gender-based violence. So as a Rotary Club, which we would be you know, male, have a large male membership. We looked at surveying community groups, you know, organisations, sporting bodies, NGOs across the community. So in total, we had responses from 51 organisations, including actually Anne Clark's Ockley Domestic Violence Reports. Um, that rep- they represented about 8,500 people. And we created a sister survey to the public submission document that was available. And then we kind of curated them into a single document and presented them to Minister for Justice Helen McEntee back in May of last year. Okay. Um, you you obviously feel men have a role to play here. Yeah, clearly. And at the start, I was I, I was listening to what you were saying, and I was actually glad to hear that you have Anne Clark on as well, because you know I didn't want to be in another situation where men, just two men, are talking about this type of thing. But yeah, if I take you back to that time, lots of people in our club and of course around the community would have known Ashling very well. You know, her former principal is one of our members too, so there was very close links to her and the family within the club. But, any, but even people who didn't know her or didn't know the family, had, you know, they were hugely impacted by this. And definitely I saw a change where men were beginning to have conversations about you know, stuff they'd seen over the years, even attitudes towards women in the workplace, you know, that yeah. maybe were there for 40 years and they were never questioned. And, and people began to have that conversation around, well, why do women not feel safe when they're walking? Because let's be honest, most men were unaware of that. Yeah.
Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, okay, um, listen, thank you uh, indeed uh, for talking to us there, uh, uh, Ronan uh, Berry. Let's uh, bring in Lisa Chambers, the Fianna Fáil uh, Senator. Uh, Lisa, as a legislator, is there more that can be done? Yeah, I mean, we can always make improvements, um, but we've, we've done quite a lot in the last number of years in terms of legislation. I myself drafted the, stalk, the stalking legislation that was enacted uh, on our statute books just last week, uh, creating a brand new offence of stalking, uh, working with Eve McDowell and Una Ring, who I think you've had on your show uh, a number of times. Yes. Um, so so we've we've also seen the, the Criminal Justice Miscellaneous Bill come through last week, which contains additional offences of non-fatal strangulation, increases uh, in sentencing for uh, assault causing harm, causing serious harm from five to ten years. So there has been quite a bit done legislation wise but it's fine to have a law on the statute books but we yeah. need to enforce it yeah. um, it needs to be accompanied with training for Gardaí to deal with these cases because when we heard from Eve McDoodle Luna Ring around stalking they had very different experiences when they engaged with Angara the Chiacon in terms of how their, their journey through that process so that, that work is ongoing and obviously we need to do more around refuge places as well and support networks because we know that once a woman leaves a situation it, it can be very difficult after that, particularly financially, housing needs, social welfare. There's lots of different departments that okay, are involved. So okay. a good bit has been done. But uh, In terms of addressing the root uh, cause of violence against women, we were talking to Mary McAuliffe uh, in, in, in the last hour. Uh, I mean, she was saying we, we, we have to change how we think about violence against women. How, she, she was stressing the importance of education, particularly in schools. Yeah, I mean, ed- education is key because obviously we want to, when we're talking about the legislation or the refuge places, that's reacting to something that's already happened. Uh, and it's in some ways it's too late. So what we want to do is prevent violence against women. And, and we are aiming for uh, t- to get to zero. Uh, we want to zero, we're having a zero tolerance approach in the country. So it, it does start at, a, at an education. P- the education piece is important. And we're doing that in schools and the curriculum's being updated. And you can see consent training taking place in universities and colleges. So there is a lot of work being done on that. But um, it's going to take time. That That's a longer piece of work that will take maybe two two generations, maybe more, which sounds you know long term, but that's the way we have to be thinking about it. Um, and I do think that particularly with the increase in use of smartphones at younger ages, access to pornography, people getting in, getting the wrong information at the wrong time as to what's acceptable behaviour and what's not. We have to kind of undo a lot of that damage um, and we have to teach younger people at the appropriate age how to treat each other. What's a normal relationship? What's What does consent mean? Um, it sounds very basic, but this is the kind of work that we have to do. And that's happening now across the board. But it, it, it does take time. And it's important to remember, we're not an outlier in this. Every country has this challenge. We're certainly not the worst. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're a relatively safe country for the most part. But unfortunately, in recent years, particularly during the pandemic, we've seen an increase in reports of, of uh, violence and sexual assaults against women. It's going in the wrong direction. Um, and we need to tackle that. And we don't have... Uh, I suppose a silver bullet for it. We don't have the, all of the solutions right now, but it's kind of, I suppose it's the legislation piece, it's the training for Gardaí, it's supports for women in those situations. And it's also trying to make the criminal justice process as easy as possible for the victim when they're going through it, because we know even just going through the court process can be hugely traumatic. Um, to get your day in court, to get justice, it's not an easy thing to do. It's not an easy process to go through. And work has been done in that space as well to try and, make that as comfortable as we can for the victim going through that process. Okay. Um, 
Okay, all right, we'll leave it there. Lisa Chambers, Fianna Fáil Senator, thank you for talking to uh, News Talk Breakfast. If you've been affected by any of the issues raised in this interview, you can contact Women's Aid on uh, 1-800-341-900. And just to say again, everybody on the show this morning, uh, our thoughts go out to Aisling's, her, her mom, Kathleen, her dad, Raymond, her sister, Amy, her brother, Cahill, uh, and of course, uh, Ryan, uh, Ryan and Carl spoke so well uh, yesterday. Our thoughts are with them this morning. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman in association with Air. Weekday mornings at seven on News Talk.